At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. All right, it is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We've got right now on the board. You said it yesterday. I, I, we thought it might jump a little bit, but it hasn't budged. I mean, it's still the Celtics four off the three and a half opener, to be fair. And I just saw a shop go to 213 and a half. Maybe they were listening to Wes Reynolds, Michael Lombardi, as we welcome you back here on VSIN because he likes the under tonight. I didn't ask you. Obviously, the under has been the play across the postseason. Uh, two and one to the over so far in this series. Thoughts on that 214? Don't you think if, if, the Golden State is now. I know they won 108 to 88 when Boston didn't shoot well in Game Two. But don't you think it's got to go over if Golden State has any chance? I mean, they've got to be able to find offense. Yes, yes. I mean, they can't stop them. I mean, you know, they're going to have to shoot really well. They're going to have to have a great shooting night. And I think the line is not moving because of the uncertainty of Steph. I, I think that even though a lot of money's coming in on Boston, I think the book doesn't want to give away any more. Because if Steph is healthy and he plays, it's too much. Here's all Steve. But, you know, I, as far as the total, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but here's what Steve, four things he puts up on the board. 52 points for Boston in the paint in game three. 17 points off turnover in game three. 15 offensive boards for Boston and 22 second chance points. You're not going to win many basketball games with those four variables. 
No, you're not. And I mean, he's got to change that. I mean, his answer. So he's got to have answers to that. It's one thing to put it up on the whiteboard, but what's the answer? How are we defending the pain against these guys? How are we going to keep them in? You know, they've been able to attack the zone too. I mean, it isn't like they've gone zone and stopped the penetration. They've been able to attack the zone as well. So uh, I I think it's a challenge, but I I think this, uh, you know, I think if you believe in Kerr as a coach, I think the Warriors will play their best game tonight. I think this is – they know this is do or die. There's no going back from this because this is it. you got to win this one. Totally agree. The betting market has completely flipped as far as confidence. Uh, BetMGM reporting 72% of the bets on the Celtics, 81% of the handle on the Celtics, a little bit more split on the total, but that is flipped. Warriors' confidence – Games one and two, of course, got a little tighter in game three. And now there's all on Celtics confidence. And we talked about it earlier. That's a legit home court. It is going to be very interesting with all this rhetoric after game three and the profanity. It's going to be interesting to see how Boston, my assumption is, it's even going to be crazier there tonight at nine o'clock on a Friday. Oh, Oh, I th- on, a, on a weekend, I think those people <laughs> realize this is the this is the series here. This is when you have to show incredible fortitude and mental toughness. This is your moment to put them out. Now you're gonna if if you don't win, you're gonna have other moments, right? But this is when they're down, and this is when you can really put the 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 the, the nails in their coffin. This is the moment that you've been waiting for. And so your intensity, your level has got to rise to the occasion. And I think that, that that's what, what you preach. And when you set your team around defense, you certainly can help that. It'll be, a, it'll be a hell of a crowd, there's no doubt. But I think Golden State's got to play within themselves and play in control. I mean, we've seen two or three games, and I think it's very clear that Boston – I think what we're seeing in the betting market, Patrick, is the betting market is finally seeing what – People that have studied the game, JVT, other people are new going into the series. Remember, when you and I were talking about this series a week ago, 10 days ago, people were betting Warriors to sweep. It was so unbalanced, (laughs) right? Yeah, it was. You were minus 160 on the series price as as far as the Warriors. And as bettors, we have to recognize that reality is finally setting in in the market. The, the novice better finally is taking what Van Gundy's saying on TV and said, you know, he's probably right. They are the better team. Let me get on that side. Perception. You know, one thing about betters, one thing about the, the occasional better, they can flip better than an Italian army. There, <laughs> there's no doubt. But you put it well because perception rules the day in a betting market. And the perception is, well, it's the Warriors. It's dynastic. This is a young Celtic team prior to the series starting. But again, very, Nobody of, peel back the numbers. No, yeah. I mean, this is why this is why you should buy uh, the point spread weekly. This is why you have to because every matchup is different, every game is different. That's what makes the NFL so good because the sharp betters in the NFL, the people that study the league, they don't get they don't get caught up in last week's win or loss. It's the next week's matchup that matters. How you're going to handicap the game? You got to you got to compartmentalize. Is really what it comes down to. And you can't look where we all have t- a tendency to be affected by what we just saw. And that's recency bias. But if you allow your biases to control you in, in this sport of betting, you're going to get crushed. By the way, did you see? And I do want to welcome our friends at the Gambler down in West Palm Beach to the VEASAN family. We welcome you. It's thrilled to have you aboard. Did you see what's uh, you know, you and I were talking about it uh, when you were here in studio. So VGK kind of laid the groundwork as far as an, 
NHL team and a professional team here in Vegas. Then the Raiders come. And I told you, I said, it's not too long until the NBA. It's not too long. MLS. And of course, major league baseball. Well, uh, LeBron was on his show, the shop. And he said he plans to own a team and wants a team in Vegas quote sooner than later. Now he owns a piece of Liverpool in the EPL. He also owns a piece. uh, LeBron does it, the Boston Red Sox, but you know, Silver's talked about that this. Liverpool ex- ownership, that, that's all part of our Nesson, which is also owns Nesson. That group also that's owns right. Nesson, too. The so Henry it's group. all kind of wrapped together. Yep. And, you know, we're sitting currently with 30 teams in the NBA. Silver has said, you know, inevitably and invariably we're going to ha- expand. The first team, that's the, the first city that's going to get a team, they have a great arena with a WNBA team, and they lost, obviously, their team. Is Seattle's up first, and then Vegas is up next. And LeBron has yeah. been talking about this for a long time. We could see 32 teams potentially sooner than later, and LeBron owning a team here in Vegas. Yeah, and it certainly will mean more revenue streams for the owners. But my question is, is we don't have enough talent to fund 30 teams. What's this league going to look like when we go to 32? Like, what is that going to look like? You're curious about it becoming watered down, obviously. Uh, I mean, there was a time, I think it was maybe, what, seven, eight years ago? I, I can remember listening to basketball podcasts, and they were talking about condensing the league, you know, kind of narrowing it down, making it more competitive, you know, enhancing the ratings. I mean, if you add two more teams to this NBA thing, you know, that's two more teams to tank. I mean, it would help a lot of teams that, that need needs to get rid of some of their bad contracts, I'm sure. Look, Oklahoma City's been in – it's been a fervent fan base, but the idea of the Supersonics, the Sonics leaving Seattle to go anywhere – uh, was insane at the time and reckless at the time. So Seattle's going to get a team sooner than later. And Oh, they have to, right? Yeah. I mean, I think there's no doubt. They have to. A- a- absolutely. And Vegas continues. Did you think when you were here coaching for UNLV as a kid, did you think Vegas would have a hockey team, a football team, potentially MLS, NBA, Major League Baseball? It's crazy how it's blown up, no? Yeah, I, I never would have suspected it because I never got my hands because Vegas was never on the board to bet. So, you know, you never got – that's one of the reasons why you couldn't have it. But, I mean, we're going to get a Super Bowl in Vegas. We're going to get – you know, look, they can't get another Super Bowl back in New York because the state of New Jersey won't allow you to play that game. You think that the, that the Giants or the Jets are ever going to get a game? No. it's No, of course not. But... So, you know, I, it, you know, what you had touched on – Oklahoma City, it's going to be fascinating what they're going to do. You know, it seems to me in talking to my NBA buddies that Jabari Smith is the consensus number one overall pick. As much as ESPN, now Mike Schmidt left, right? He's going out to Portland, I think, yep. to run their front office. That's right. So, okay, so we're, we're you know, the, the ESPN's had to change the narrative on the fly. It's still going to be Holmgren is the greatest player in the history of basketball. We know that, right? <laughs> so that's not going to change, but I think ultimately it's what does Oklahoma City Thunder do? And, and you know, I don't know. You talk to as many people as I do, but this Jaden Ivey kid from, from Purdue yeah. is well-revered by most everybody. And what's fascinating about him is, is the fact that, you know, if you're watching Boston and most leagues are copycat leagues, 
and you see Tatum and Smart and Brown, and you realize maybe it's more about getting one of those guys than it is getting a, a seven-footer who can't play in the low post because he weighs 16 pounds and, 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 but could shoot threes. Yeah, I think the Jaden Ivey thing's interesting, potentially sitting there with Sacramento at four because Ivey didn't play well in the tournament, and we just talked about recency bias, but that shouldn't push anybody off Ivey. He's a dynamic scorer. I got the odds for you. I think Jabari Smith is going one. He is your minus 240 favorite to go one, Michael. Chet Holmgren is your second betting favorite to go one at plus 180. And then uh, is eight to one, of course, a stud out of Duke to go one overall. But those are... I mean, Caro is going to be incredible. I think yeah. Bencaro and Ivy are guys that I, I think... I, I would be surprised if the league doesn't see them a little higher than some of these mocks do. There seems to be that the three, Smith, Holmgren, and Bancaro, and a separation. I'm not so sure Ivy should be part of that separation. I agree with you. I think he is going to be a dynamic NBA player. Um, the, 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 the X factor is Holmgren. Because what do you do yep. with a dude that weighs less than Kevin, our producer, who eats Uncrustables yeah. all day here? He, I mean, yeah, I, I mean Kevin, could, Kevin could get Kevin could get position on him in the low post. Now, <laughs> he a shot could back him down, up, but he could get position. He could back him down. He could back. Him. It's it's such a conundrum though, because uh, what do you do with Holmgren? You, I'm do you scarred from Sean Bradley, and I and I feel badly. Sean Bradley got in that bike accident, and I don't mean any any disrespect to him as a human being. But I'm scarred by Bradley. When you watched him at BYU, you said, how can this – and this now, I know the game was different. But you knew he wasn't going to be able to hold up. Yeah. And, of course, that didn't stop us from taking him. Of course not. Why not? You know? We I, don't need Chris Washburn. We don't need – we, we, we don't need Penny Hardaway. We'll take Bradley. <laughs> Sean Bradley. My gosh. He was – Kevin Durant was tiny coming out, though. Kevin Durant couldn't have been skinnier coming out of Texas. But Kevin Durant was a different player, right? He was a, oh, you totally. know, a shooter. You know, he wasn't a low-post guy. Guess who's running in the Preakness? Your boy, Rich Strike, is going to be running. And my girl's running, too. Isn't Nest. my girl running, too? Yes, the Philly. Nest, Todd Pletcher trained. A very good Philly. Our buddy Aaron Halterman, RacingDudes.com, is going to join us next to talk oh, about it. the Belmont Stakes. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you hear Michael and I talking about the betting splits all the time, where the money's going, where the bets are being placed. Well, you want to check them out? Go to VSEN.com right now. Updated every 10 minutes, so super specific. They're tremendous. It's very important to have betting splits in your betting arsenal. So go check it out year-round to make you a better better vston.com to check out the betting splits of course we've got our friends and our partners express bet first bet and jeff siegel who nailed the try right here on the lombardi line for preakness you can download your free belmont wagering guide over at vston.com as well so make sure you check that out and i'm sure we're going to have our friends from express bet and first bet on this weekend however a little transition here michael lombardi we're going to welcome in one of my friends aaron halterman he is part of RacingDudes.com. And the dudes over at Racing Dudes actually wrote our Kentucky Derby preview guide, which was awesome here at VSIN. Yeah. So they're partners with us as well. And we welcome in handicapper, horse racing specialist, Aaron Halterman. Aaron, hi, buddy. Aaron, What's hello. What's up, Patrick? Good talking to you. Good to, good to talk to you. And, of course, here with Michael Lombardi as well. And I know Michael's going to be all over Rich Strike. I don't even have to ask him. And I, I love the fairy tale as well. 
But we're going to go from a horse, and you pay attention, Michael. He was 80 to 1 in the Kentucky Derby, Aaron. Mm -hmm. And now he's going to go off sub 4 to 1. This is a remarkable story. Let's start there, Aaron. Well, uh, yeah, that's the best place to start. Thankfully, he's back. He skipped the Preakness, but he's back for the Belmont. Listen, I'll I'll make you feel good about this, Michael. I I don't blame you. Um, He was fantastic in that race. He beat the horse that's probably his biggest challenger, uh, Mo Donegal, in that race as well. So you come into this, it's like, yeah, he sets up. He looks pretty good. He's training great. He's got a great pedigree. But, and here's the big but for me, he was 80-1 to in the Kentucky Derby. He's probably going to be 3- or 4-1 to in the Belmont. There's a saying, if you didn't go to the wedding, don't go to the funeral in, in gambling. So I didn't go to the wedding. I didn't have him in 80-1. <laughs> to As a gambler, I just can't play him today, or, or excuse me, tomorrow at 3 or 4-1. to I just can't do it. All right, Aaron, I'm a not. I'm a novice in this sport. I love watching it. I'm a, I love Secretary. I love reading all about it. But as a novice, I'm watching, and I see Rich Strike start slow, bad position, kind of maneuver his way, and then finish strong and, ta- and win the Derby. So, okay, now I'm thinking, well, since he was finishing so strong as this, the Belmont gets longer, why wouldn't Rich Strike be even better at the Belmont? Isn't a Belmont a course that would fit his game perfectly? That's a novice question. Great question. Well, I think it's a good question. It's a good point. And there's, there's no doubt, I can't argue, if you're just watching this Kentucky Derby and you watch this horse, how can I say, hey, he's not very good? I mean, he looks great. Now, here's the thing. There's a couple of factors uh, that you really need to take into account. Number one, the pace of the Kentucky Derby was extremely hot, which means all the horses that were near the front of that race were going entirely too fast. So, yes, Rich Strike closed very well, but also a lot of those horses in front of him were stopping. It kind of made it easier. So that's something that he's not going to get this time around. You're going to have a very slow pace in the Belmont. 99 times out of 100, the pace is pretty slow in the Belmont. So that's going to work against him. The second thing, and I think this is really the biggest one, even though his jockey has very little experience at Churchill Downs, he gave Rich Strike the absolute perfect ride in that race. He saved all the ground. He kept him to the inside. You know, the seas parted for him, and he had a wide-open hole to go through on the rail. And so saving that ground and having that pace set up really made him look great in that race. Now, you talk about the mile and a half, though, and that's the biggest thing that kind of draws me back to him and thinks that he still has a shot here. He is really bred to go a mile and a half. Uh, He's sired by Keen Ice, a horse the longer the better for him. He loves going longer. Uh, And his damn gold strike, well, her uh, sire, Smart Strike, another horse that likes going longer distances. So... Breeding-wise, really, he is set up more for the Belmont than he is for the Derby. So I would be shocked if he gets tired. I would be shocked if he doesn't make some kind of run. It's just going to be, can he close with that kind of ferocity, you know, not having that that fast pace set up and then maybe not getting a ground-saving trip in this race. Also, to add to that, and it was a great question, Michael, so don't say novice, Aaron Halterman, RacingDudes.com, joining us here on the Lombardi line. Sonny Leone, who we've all watched that overhead shot of his his masterful performance it. in the Kentucky Derby. How many times has he ridden at Belmont Park? One, two, three, zero. And there is yeah. a long line, and Aaron, you can speak to this. There's a long line of jockeys 
moving too soon at Belmont. They call it Big Sandy because it's just that's a short stretch, but it's a mile and a half, which is a, a length they haven't seen before. He looked yeah, like a Pac-Man game riding in that derby, Patrick. <laughs> he looked like the, he was playing Pac-Man in that derby. It was it, you, well. Start with that. Start with Sonny Leone's ride in the derby because it was masterful, Aaron. Well, guys, I've watched it a hundred times, and it, 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 like playing Pac-Man is a great way to put it, actually, because that's kind of what it looked like. He just was able to do whatever he wanted on that horse. He saved all the ground. He, you know, he would go inside a horse, and then if he had to go outside of one, he would just move him in, and then bam, he was gone. So it was an incredible ride, and this is a guy, like I said, he has uh, ridden at Churchill Downs in the past before the Kentucky Derby, but not much, and he, he kind of outrode everybody else in that race. There's really no you know, debating it. He did. Now, you, if you're going to go back to the Belmont situation, yes. So here's what makes Belmont nuts. It's a mile and a half, like you said. The turns at Belmont are long, wide turns, and so a lot of times in, in, at, the, at normal tracks, you make your move kind of on the turn when the turn starts. At Belmont, you almost have to wait mid-turn or the stretch before you really start to make that move or you're going you're gonna to move too early and kind of tire your horse out. So that's a big question mark. Uh, you know, this horse reminds me a lot of Mind That Bird, another huge, uh, you know, derby winner, one at 50 to one, an incredible story. And he had Calvin Burrell on him, and so they get to Belmont. And I don't know if Mind That Bird would have won, but he moved entirely too quick on that horse and kind of tired him out. So it's a worry. And like I said, Sonny Leone never, never had a race here at Belmont. So uh, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that works out. I mean, many a jockey, even jockeys that have been there before, have kind of made that mistake in this race. It, Michael, when I tell you, I'll never forget. I was standing right next to Aaron at I Churchill. I can watch it again. I, 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 can watch I, it I got chill. I'm, I'm getting chills talking about it because it was almost <laughs> like a video game. The way he, he masterfully controlled that horse, and you know the horse ran so well down the stretch. But I'll never forget looking around and everybody, and I'm talking people that are in the know in the sport of horse racing, said, "Who?" Who just won the Kentucky Derby and who's riding yeah. the Kentucky Derby and who's training the Kentucky Derby winner? It was unbelievable. Three minutes to go. Hey, yeah, go ahead, Michael. Aaron, I, I love all the female horses in, in all these races. You know, the last one didn't come through, but does Nest have a chance at all? Yeah, I, I think Nest actually has a big shot in this race. So the biggest reason, and she's kind of similar to Rich Strike. He's really bred to win a race like this. So she was by Curlin, who finished second in the Belmont and was a great horse uh, and a great horse going a long distance. And then she's out of an AP Indy mare, and that just screams distance as well. Uh, like you said, Secret Oath ran very well in the Preakness, finished fourth, uh, you know, very respectable. I think next Nest can be in the mix here. I don't know if she's quite fast enough, so hopefully that distance kind of equals the playing field there a little bit. I think she's more of a third, fourth-place type contender, but I'm going to be shocked at all if she gets it done. And by the way, Todd Fletcher has won this race with a filly in the past. Rags to Riches won this race for Todd Fletcher in 2007. The horse she beat was Curlin, and like I said, Curlin is the sire of Ness. So kind of a cool little story there with that one. And Curlin, I believe, is your favorite horse of all time, Aaron Halterman, joining us, racingdudes.com. Okay, we have two minutes to go. Who are, getting, who are you going to use up top to win the Belmont Stakes? Well, I'm going to go with another Todd Fletcher trainee in here, and I'm going to go with Mo Donovan. I'm going to put him on top in this spot. Uh, look, here's the deal. The number one horse, we the people, looks to be alone on the lead, which means, you know, we talked about Paceville earlier. 
he's going to be the only one out in front. He's the only kind of pace horse in this race, so he's going to be able to control things, and that could be trouble for Mo Donegal. If We the People wins, I'm not going to be surprised. But if you look at Mo Donegal two races back, he ran down a horse that was loose on the lead named Early Voting. Of course, what did Early Voting do? He came back and won the Preakness in his next start. So I think that's a big coup for Mo Donegal. And like I said, we've seen him kind of run down a loose on the lead horse, uh, you know, two races back. I think he can do it again. And I think he's another one. This mile and a half is, is really going to be up his alley. We've got a field of eight here. And really all of them can get the distance, which is not usually the case in this race. Aaron and Jared over at RacingDudes.com genuinely taught me the sport of horse racing, so I always owe them. That was a wonderful conversation, Aaron. Thank you very much. Aaron, thank you hey, so much. You. Appreciate it. Good luck, Aaron. All right. Thank you, guys. Okay. Why do you keep on saying novice questions? You, you, you ask better questions than well, I because, do about I mean, horse it was, racing. No, I, it was an observation, and I don't know, but, I mean, I watched that the jockey play Pac-Man, and that horse just <laughs> got stronger and stronger. And I'm like, why, why are people saying, now, I get that. You know, I read online that the pace was too that's great, right. and he took advantage of, of the high pace. I get that. See, that's something I didn't know, but I'm thinking – that horse was getting stronger. It he, wasn't getting weaker. Rich Strike is a closer. Generally, closers don't win the Belmont, but there's something special. There is something special going on here, and that's why I thought your question was great. Okay, we come back with Josh next here on the Lombardi Line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, VSIN contributor Jeff Siegel is coming off a winning Preakness pick, and now you can get a $25 free bet to follow him in Saturday's Belmont Stakes. All you have to do is sign up for First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VSIN. Go to slash horses. For details on this exclusive offer, it's vcin.com slash horses. And when you do, use the promo code LVBELMAN. I will tell you that we've got the racing guide for free over at vcin.com. And sign up. You get 25 bucks for free. And Jeff Siegel's been on fire. As a matter of fact, Brent couldn't, Brent Musburger couldn't write up the Belmont play for vcin this year. So Bill asked me to do it, Michael. So I got a little write-up in there as well. It's it's basically I, I can me. understand it. I can understand it. Nobody, <laughs> you love this. It's no, awesome. I mean, it's nice to hang out with the experts, these guys that do, you know, they focus on the sport for a living, but it's it's a passion of mine, so I was happy to throw my two cents in there as well. I'll, I, I'll be like you. I think Nest is a legit horse, the Philly, and Todd Pletcher has won the Belmont four times. He's from, he, he trains out in New York anyway. She, she, Ness, breaking out of the three hole tomorrow, has Jose Ortiz up, one of the best riders in the country as well. She's eight to one. I'm going to be using her in my tickets. So she is a tremendous horse. Big, doesn't look like a filly, looks like one of the guys as far as size and stature. And I think she wants the distance. So. You know, whether or not she's fast enough will be the question. But this is a good this is a good eight-horse field. I, it really is. And obviously, the story starts and ends right there at the four with Rich Strike. So I, and, I'll be looking forward feel to like, it. And you feel like we, the people, because he's, the he's speed. in the pole one position, he's going to set the speed of the race. Horses at the Belmont have won more Belmont stakes breaking out of the one hole 
than any other post. Okay, so just understand that. It's different than 20 horses outside of them in the Kentucky Derby where the one hole hasn't won in 30 years. There hasn't been more winners out of a post than one in the Belmont Stakes, and we the people is the speed of the race. What does that mean? We the people wants to go from the gate and keep going. So she's got a, he has a perfect opportunity to do that out of the one hole. And then, you know, it's an eight-horse field, so there really shouldn't be traffic issues. But your nest at three, she's got a legit shot here. So it'll be it'll be I, fascinating. I, I just bought, you know, I love that. I love watching, you know, as you know, I wrote about it in my new book, Secretariat, the, the whole yep. thing. And I, I kind of por, uh, porlate it into another story. But what I find fast is when the jo- – I just bought the picture. I framed it here in my office where the jockey is looking back <laughs> and the Belmont at, at, at such a distance. I want to put it up on my wall. It's a great reminder that, you know, even when you're winning, you can keep going and improve. And Secretariat, like I, if he would have been in the one hole in the in the Belmont, he would have he would have been the first. It, it would no matter where you put that horse, he was going to win. Ron Turcott was riding the jockey, and he looked behind. You're not supposed to do that on a horse because it takes the momentum away. Secretariat, it didn't matter. Complete. And still set the record, right? And still set the set record. record. Secretariat is the record at Churchill uh, for the Kentucky Derby, Preakness, and the Belmont. I mean, it's insane. We we welcome in our butt. Sorry, Josh. We got we're geeking out about horse racing, and when we start to do that, it gets out of control. How are we feeling today, Josh? Welcome to the show. Oh, Patrick Michael, feeling great. Patrick, big win by the Tampa Bay Lightning last night. Coming so up. So wait, uh, can Houston I say something team. about that? And, and you gave it. You yeah. gave that out. So they ended up covering the puck line as well, Michael. They scored twice. The Tampa Bay Lightning there in New York uh, within the last two minutes. So that's one thing. But I hope they arrest that guy. I'm sorry to make this about this, but I, I want to put it out there on the airwave. That guy that sucker punched the Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. I don't know, Michael, if you've seen it yet, but no, it's I disgusting. Haven't. And I hope they arrest that dude. I'm sorry, Josh, please go ahead with your analysis. Well, Patrick, you're going to be happy. I just saw on Twitter, they did arrest that guy, 29 year old from Long Island. So, you know, given the Long Islanders, not a great name there, but yeah, you know, you, your team, your win, your team wins, your team loses, no matter what, you can't be fighting with the other, you know, players in the, or the other uh, fans in the crowd. So definitely no good there. And then guys, before we get to the NBA finals for tonight, Patrick, I'll just tell you this nest and Ortiz. Uh, when I was at Saratoga with my buddies a couple years ago, we would just play any any uh, horse that Ortiz was the jockey for and came up a couple times for us as winners. So I might have to tell you on that one. Nice. Right no, you and the boys going to Saratoga. That's awesome. And congratulations, Josh. Gave out lightning as a winner last night in and game the under, five. I think he gave out. He gave two, out the under as well. He gave out the under too. Yep. Good job, Josh. What do you think in game six <laughs> in this series? Uh, I'm looking forward to it, guys. You know, so tomorrow, you know, you do have some system matches here on Tampa Bay. They open like minus 175, kind of a really high number here. They're up to around minus 180. I'm still monitoring a lot of these injuries for the Rangers. You know, you have a couple of these guys who came back last time. But to me, you know, again, the betting market shows a really high number. And when you think about a series, you know, now it's uh, three to two and the Rangers are up against it. Minus 180 just seems really high for a playoff favorite at home. So I think that speaks to the confidence that the odds makers have in Tampa Bay here. I'd be looking at Tampa Bay again to get this thing done. The number one system match for me guys in the postseason, home favorites. It's very chalky. It's very obvious, but you can't argue with the results. Home favorites getting the last ice change. They're now 39 and 18, 68% overall. And we're dealing with another one of these really low totals, five and a half really juiced up under. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'd look toward the lightning in the under again tomorrow. Okay. I mean, that has this series, uh, what, the first game went over, but everything else has been under the five and a half, hasn't it? 
It has, Michael. You're totally right. You know, since game one, all these games have gone under. And again, when you see a total five and a half, it's so low. It's like, you know, how do you not get six goals? It was pretty much, a, you know, no sweat last night. But then when you get the empty net goals and you pull your goal, you got a little dicey there at the end. But goes to show two good defensive teams, two good goaltenders. And the deeper you get into the playoffs, typically you see these lower scoring games, these unders tick up. So again, they don't want to go to five. They're going to get a lot of buyback here, but really juiced up under five and a half. Don't let the juice scare you. A lot of these low scoring games have been cashing recently. Josh, you're a gentleman, so if you were there at the game tonight, you wouldn't be using profanity. It is going to be a crazy home court for the Celtics. Let's talk about this from an analysis perspective. I got four and 214 right now in the total. So first off, Patrick, I would never use profanity. And also what I'm going to do is I'm going to stand out in front of the garden. I'm going to give earmuffs to all the kids. If you're 12 or younger, <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you earmuffs so you can stay away from those bad swear words tonight. But uh, guys, I'm looking toward the Celtics again. I'm going to look at them on the money line here, minus 165. Michael, to your point, these teams that typically win end up covering anyway. If you want to save the juice, you could lay the four. But a lot of reasons to look at the Celtics here in this one. They open at minus three and a half. They immediately got up to minus four. So the initial move once the line dropped was toward Boston. And you haven't really seen any buyback here. You're sitting at four, really hasn't moved that much. I don't love that it's kind of a public play, 72% of bets on Boston tonight. You guys know me. I want to be on that you know, 28% side. But I think this is a play where it's both public and a little bit of respected money that move the number. And again, 72% bets, but 81% money at BetMGM, telling us that there's more uh, respected wagers laying it with Boston. You also get these favorites, really chalky in the NBA playoffs here. Favorites are 52 and 38 against the spread, 58%. If the uh, playoff favorite has a line move in their favor, so with the Celtics, three and a half up to four, those teams are 29 and 17 ATS, 63%. Straight up, this is why I'm willing to pay a little more with the juice, 62 and 28, 69%. We do know Golden State, they've been really different here home road at home. You know, you're covering the number 62% of the time on the road this season. You're only covering 42% of the time. And as a road team in the playoffs, you're only two and six ATS. You know, other factors here, Curry could be a little bit hurt. There's been a big size advantage on the boards and just toughness in favor of Boston here. And if you're worried about, you know, too high of a number here with Boston, maybe look toward the under guys. I was getting ready to do uh, the segment here with you and it, it just fell a little bit more. The total 214 down to 213 and a half. It opened at 215 and a half. Looks to be a lot of under money tonight. The under is 61% in the playoffs. If it falls at least half point, 67% to the under. When the total is 210 or more, the under 65%. So I'm going to sweat Celtics on the money line tonight and I would lean under here pretty strong, but you're a little worried you're missing the best of it right now. Well, you know, the one thing about the under is if you're betting Boston, I think you should take the under because that means they're clamped down defensively. The Warriors are going to struggle. I mean, the under lines up to make the most sense because you're worried about worried about their health, Curry's health. Yep. How, how are they going to score points? Where are they getting their points from if he's not 100%? You know, can Clay have another game? And then, you know, Wiggins has contributed, but, you know, I, I mean, is it Otto Porter? I mean, who's it going to be that's going to pick up the slack? I think the under, if you like Boston, should go hand in hand. Boy, what I can hear from Josh Applebaum is quiet confidence. Oh, that he's is, cocky. Oh, yeah. yeah you cocky. know what? I'll use the word. He's you, cocky. you seem a little yeah. cocky, Josh. You're, you're, you think your Celtics are going to go up 3-1 here. I do think that, but then again, I'll caveat that by saying anytime you're confident, you're cocky, you're arrogant, whatever you want to call it, typically that's when you lose. So I'm a little worried about the Celtics, you know, putting the, taking the foot off the gas. This has kind of been their little bit of an MO here. You know, typically when they have to win, they're 7-0 after a loss. When they everything's going their way, they're reading all the newspaper headlines that's telling them how great they are. 
that's when you get a little worried that they're overconfident. But I think from the betting market standpoint, the line going to Boston, all these favorite matches doing so well in the playoffs, and really these guys, you know, Curry might be in banged up, and really the advantage on the boards. Celtics are really dominating this series based on their size and their rebounding. And you guys hit the nail on the head. You know, Curry drops 30. Thompson had, what, like 25? You really only score 100 points. No one else is really pitching in for Golden State. I think if they keep this thing close, if you want to bet Golden State tonight, you need some of these other players to chip in offensively. Yes, sir. I agree with what Michael said. I, I, I just don't know where they're getting it offensively. If Clay doesn't go off, Draymond's been a sieve. You can leave him alone. If Jordan Poole and Wiggins don't just get something go, I mean, it's just they're just really yeah. Uh, they, it's hard. It's a lack. But they don't. Uh, the problem is, is we say these two is there's no the, the Kerr who's a really good coach and we have great respect doesn't have an answer and because a personnel it's either a production problem or a design problem we're looking for Kerr to give us a design answer when it's really a production problem. Yep, hundred percent. Josh, thank you. Market Insights betting thanks, across Josh. America. And thanks for, I just saw, you're right. They did arrest that guy. So that's good. Uh, Josh, thank you very much. Have a good Friday. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great weekend. Okay, what the hell's going on at the quarterback position up in Seattle? We'll come back with some news on that next here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, here we go. Bet MGM, of course. Oh, this is for loyalty points. I don't need the piece of paper, Elliot. This is a loyalty program like no one else. Redeemable for online bonuses, converted into comps at MGM Resorts nationwide, it's like your credit card. Every time you bet, you get points. Make sure you check it out. BetMGM.com. 1-800-GAMBLER. If you have an issue, got to be 21 years or older. As we welcome you back, hanging out with our buddy Elliot, who's producing the show today, Michael Lombardi there, and he went to Missouri. So I bring that up because you and I were discussing, I believe you went and spoke to the football team there, haven't you? I I did. I spoke to the clinic. They have, you know, all these schools have spring clinics for high school coaches in the area. And so they asked me to come in and speak about Gridiron Genius and and so I did, and I've got a friend on the staff, Rick Jones, who's a high school coach at Arkansas, in the state of Arkansas, one of the one of the winningest coaches in the state. So he invited me along with Eli Dinkowitz, and so it was good. It was a great experience. Yeah, Dinkowitz, I, I don't think they have a quarterback yet, and we were just discussing. They don't. That's the problem. That's the they problem. They do not have one. And he's a good offensive mind, and – but we were just discussing, I think it was, what, 2010-ish, 12, 10, 12 years ago. They went from the Big 12 to the SEC. It's still Missouri still does not feel like an SEC team to me. I apologize. I can't get over that little hump of, as far as them being in the SEC. Yeah. But Yeah, and, and he had a chance to be the Arkansas head coach, too. It's his home state. And he chose Missouri because he felt like that was in a better div- the division, the West East, however that was. Mm-hmm. But now, because of the expansion, there is none. So, you know, and it's a tough state to recruit. You've got to win St. Louis. You know, you've got to beat Illinois in the Big Ten. There's not enough prospects in your state to fund yourself. And and then you've got to go somewhere else to get players, and that's always a challenge. I mean, it's it's doable. I mean, people say, well, Gary Pinkle did it. Yeah, but Gary Pinkle, I think the most games he won was eight. I mean, it's never been a dominant football program. Warren Powers back in the day had it going, but again, it was it was different. That was that was also you know Oklahoma and Nebraska were dominating the Big Eight then. They had a pretty good quarterback from the bougie suburbs of Kansas City named Drew Locke that went to Missouri. Yes. Now Drew Locke that was is a hanging... big recruit for him. It was a big that was a big for recruit him. for him. Yeah, you know, a that, very good that college was... quarterback. And I and I think that's what Eli has to. If you're in Missouri or. Arizona, like Jed Fish, you've got to sell your program as your quarterback you. That's what Lane Kiffin's doing down at Mississippi, right? I'm a pro coach. I've coached pro quarterbacks. I'll get your son to be a pro quarterback. Why not? Lane is a Lane is a completely different beast on so many levels. It's hilarious with Lane Kiffin, isn't it? It's, it's funny to watch yeah, him day no to doubt. day. Okay, so I brought up uh, Drew Locke, of course, because what's fascinating about the schedule makers in the NFL you know, Seattle hosts Russell Wilson and the Broncos uh, to yeah, open their course. season September 12th. Why so would they miss that? that yeah. Why would they miss that opportunity for drama? But here's where the drama continues. Pete Carroll was talking about Geno still being ahead of Drew Locke as far as uh, the offseason. Now, once we get through camp, he said he has plenty of time to catch up. He being Drew Locke. Uh, you take a look at the numbers from last year. Locke wasn't great. Three starts, 0-3. Played in six games, 60% completion, two touchdowns, two picks. And in the three games that Geno started, his numbers were actually pretty good. But you can't feel good about yourself if you're a Seahawks fan and Geno Smith could potentially end up under center for you. 
I, I just don't know how you go. You know, we're in June. Today's June the 10th. And most of these NFL teams have one more week of work. And so next Friday, June 17th, you know, most NFL offices will look like a ghost town. There'll be nobody in there. Players, some of the, the rookies will still be there. Some of the staff will still be there. The trainers, the equipment guys, they'll still coaches, person, everybody exit the building. And I don't know how you exit the building if you're Pete Carroll, who's as positive as the day is long, uh, and and go on vacation and say, you know, I'm going to go back and Geno's going to be my quarterback. Now, you know, we know this. There's ways to manage quarterbacks. I mean, the great Joe Gibbs. Think about Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs went to three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks, none of them in the Hall of Fame, none of them going to be in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, I think on my top 100 list, I think he had one player on that top 100 list that he coached, and he won three Super Bowls. Remarkable job. So you can do it, but that's not Pete Carroll's specialty, right? That's not his area of expertise. How is this going to play out? I don't know how you go on vacation and you really feel like this can work. Yeah. I mean, my assumption would be, unless they're still lingering for Baker, and the report's now out. Baker's going to have to take a pay cut. I don't think he's going to do that. But my assumption is they're still kind of. Why would he take that? that let's stop right there. I, I, Why I agree. would Baker. I agree with you. Look, Baker is guaranteed the money. He's guaranteed it. If Baker doesn't do anything, he's guaranteed the money. It's impossible to take a guy and say, I want to. It's easy to say if, if you're making $5 million a year and none of it's guaranteed. We can then have a conversation about right. lowering your salary, right? Right, right. This is guaranteed We money. can't have that conversation when you hold the ace card in the hand, when you've got the guarantee. I, I can't have that conversation with you. You're going to give me money? I mean, what player ever gives me money back? The assumption would be he wants to rid himself of a, gr a gross situation, but he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to he do anything. He doesn't have to. Yes, and, and his agent's telling him that, like, sit tight. Like, we're going to make $18 million whether we do anything. Now, you know, when I go to Carolina, if, if that's a problem, maybe there's a way we can work it out. But I, I find it hard to believe that a player will just chop off a guaranteed deal. I, I've never seen it in my career. You know, never say never, but I've never seen it. Do you think Seattle's still lingering? I don't know how they can't be. I mean, it's it's either, it, you know, you, you're sitting there and you're looking at these practice tapes and you go say, okay, it looks better, but it's Geno Smith. I mean, let's watch him play in a game. I mean, you, look, Colt McCoy played pretty well for the Cardinals last year. Do I think Colt McCoy's a starter? No, I think he wears down over a certain period of time. But you can watch a couple of the Colt McCoy games if you're the Cardinal and say, you know, he played pretty good last year. Right. It's worth a shot, you know. He played pretty good. Yeah. You know. You can't say that about Gino. Now, why you got to hate on Gino? Gino's just trying to. I'm do not his, hating on Gino. This is this is this is the problem we get that is into. An issue. This is not hate. This is just being realistic. Like Gino, could he come in? Is should he should he be in the league? Of course, he should be in the league. Could he come in and finish a game? Yeah, but we're asking you to play in 16, 17 games and produce wins. Yeah. I agree. I mean, he's not done – his rookie season was the last time he did that. The last time he did that. He's 31. And then his second, se and he's and then 31. His second season – you know, and, and since then, Patrick, he, he's only started five games since his second season in the NFL. Do you think – now, the rhetoric or the kind of propaganda has been positive. Do you think Seattle believes Drew Locke is a starter? 
Well, I think if they think Geno Smith's ahead of them right now, the, the reality's setting in. I really do. I mean, I think they, they think the reality's setting in. Because the one thing, you know, I'm sure in the three games that Geno played, he was one and two for Seattle. You know, uh, I mean, he threw five touchdown passes, only one interception. I mean, at least you could say it, he didn't kill us. I mean, he didn't help us, but he didn't kill right. us. Where Locke makes a lot of mistakes. I mean, that's hard to watch the Denver tape. The, his finest hour was the, the Kansas City game, and they turned the ball over on the goal line when they missed the block on the tight end. Albert O misses the block, or they call the wrong thing, and the quarterback gets sacked. The next thing you know, Kansas City's running in for a touchdown the other way. That game's over. That game's going to be – Denver's going to win that game. You hear anything about Locke's personality? No, I, I don't hear that. I, I mean, I just think there's some guys that just that that were presented as this end of all end great player, but maybe they're really not. Well, Baker, number one overall. But you know, it's interesting with Baker: two good years, two bad years. You just can't have that though with the number one overall pick. But was... Baker's problems are inherent that come with the lack of height that that were at Oklahoma that you can't really overcome. And I think Stefanski did a wonderful job with him his first year with him last two years ago. He got him in play action. He got a lot of things going. But when the game became a passing game, five minutes to go, we need a touchdown against the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. We, we couldn't get first downs. We couldn't throw the ball from a drop-back pass. That's the issue, right? It's a little bit like Utah Jazz are looking for a new head coach now, right? They've got a great regular season record. The guy's going to be have to answer the question, how do we make this team a better postseason team? Same thing with Baker. Like, How does Baker become a better drop-back passer? You can't let the success fool you when the game counts the most. That's when it happens. You've got to be really good. When, when, when the other team knows we got to throw the ball, we got to throw it. We, we got to be good at it. You know, Baker needs to get with your boy Tom Cruise and get some of those lifts that he puts in his shoes because I saw Tom Cruise in Maverick. He's like Manute Bowl out there. He's like seven he really? foot. Oh, yeah. He's, I gotta, he's taller I mean, than everybody. Well, we'll see. Yeah. yeah we'll I mean, see. I, I, I mean, it could use some height. It could use some <laughs> yeah, elevation. Well, and there's a guy in Arizona that could use a couple extra inches as well, and they're going to have, they're going to pay him, and that's going to be an issue down the road. Hey, before that's we go, be... before we go, Boston, are you going to lay it with the four? Are you going to go under? What are you doing? Uh, you know, my instincts, I think this will be, I think Golden State will play their finest hour tonight. I, I just have a feeling about Golden State tonight. I, I'm worried about them. There's part of me, but I will take Boston in the under. Okay. I will take Boston the in the under. four under 214. Boston's been sketchy off those big performances, so I understand why That's you'd be dubious. That's what worries me, but... Yes. I, 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 I think I think it's I think it's Boston tonight. Right and early tomorrow morning, Michael Lombardi. Odds on is next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.